Welcome. You are now tuned into the Textually Active Podcast. And we're back. Welcome to Textually Active Podcast, the podcast where we talk about family, friends, relationship, and all the other shit in between. I'm one of your hosts, Meezy Boulevard. Across from me, I have the lovely and amazing Rez with me. What's up, y'all? And on the boards here in the Open Media Lab, we have Super Producer EA. Yo, what up? Ooh, round of applause. <laughs> this is our last episode of 2019. Hey. Hey. Bye, 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 bye. So we're here, episode 90. Uh, we're back from Christmas. Uh, we're back. Uh, how was everybody's Christmas? I had a good Christmas. You guys uh, got to travel. Yeah, we went down to Atlanta to see our grandparents, and they cooked a lot of food, ate so good, um, ended up making prime rib cheese uh, steaks out of the leftover prime rib. It was mm. amazing. Mm. And um, got to spend some time with our sister mm. and his dad. Had a lot of fun. Mm, mm, mm. How was your Christmas? Uh, Trash. Why? Because I didn't get to spend it the way that I wanted to. I had to work all week. But the time that me and Jazz spent together uh, was amazing. You know, it was great. We uh, She cooked, like, every day. She was, like, being very housewife-ish, and I enjoyed it. And we watched a lot of TV. Oh, shout out to Jazz. When I woke up, because I would sleep the entire day and then wake up and bother her and then go back to sleep. So when did you <laughs> have to go to work? I had to work the entire week, so Monday, Sunday night through Thursday night. Okay, and then you ended up, you got to spend time, like, during the day yeah, for like Christmas? Yeah, the day I would wake up, yeah. And so I go got off sleep. work, yeah, I got off work for Christmas. We opened gifts. Well, we had breakfast, because apparently Christmas breakfast is a big thing. And uh, we opened gifts, and uh, we spent time with this, each other for a little bit, and then... Uh, and then we, uh, <laughs> and then we, then I went to bed, and then you know, because I had to go to work. Did you get trash. anything good for Christmas? Oh yeah, Jazz got me a lot of good stuff. Oh my gosh, she, what was your favorite? Uh, I don't. She got me a Mac Miller hoodie, so you know. Wow. Rap and hoodies, you know that's my thing. Wow. Right, yeah. Right. And you love Mac Miller. I do. Made that playlist for him. Yeah, and I haven't. I haven't actually got to listen to Mac since he died. It's, just it's sad. It's, it's sad. I can't li- listen to Nipsey either. It just makes me sad. It's a little trigger. It's sad to see that somebody left. What'd you get for Christmas? Um, if you take a look right here below my breast, um, is a pouch. It's my stomach. I like it. <laughs> I got fat. I like it. <laughs> it was great. E, what'd you get? You get anything good? Uh, got a chance to see some family after a while, and uh. Then, like, got some homework, <laughs> some, like, family-based homework that I had to do. So, that's always fun. I got some, I have some projects I got to take care of for the fam. Oh, um, that's a gift fine. that keeps on giving. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I think as we, as we get older, it's more about just being able to have that time off. Yeah, I think that's what it was. I was I was really sad. I got to work, and I started cussing people out. It was crazy. At work? Yeah. Your manager get it? Uh, he didn't get it, but I said it out loud. Okay. Yeah. You said I hate coming to this motherfucking. So yeah. who gonna check, right? That was I did. Funny. I always do that though, cause he's like, "Oh, you're walking around. We got all these cameras, and you got your phone out." And I was like, "Yeah, because I'm working." And I just kept walking. <laughs> like, <Dang. laughs> and so I was like, uh. "It's hard being away from your family on the holidays." I'm glad that I was able to spend it with Eric's family, cause that's one of the things I miss is just being home and being around right. my sister and my dad and my mom and everything. Right. But. I didn't feel like I was missing out on anything uh, while I was there. I did, I did, but it's because it's a. Uh, I am learning, like, spending time with jazz. I'm learning, like, oh, people do have really normal family units. Yeah, I'm the 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 ab- abnormal, <laughs> like, and so seeing them like do the things that they do, like. We went to her house for Thanksgiving, and uh, I was ironing. And I was like, oh, mom, you got a good iron. And her mom then bought me an iron, the exact iron that she has for Christmas. So it's like they have, like, a real, like, family unit. And I so, know. You know. Yeah, that's really. Yeah, it's hard to get used to it, but I, I like it. I was a little dramatic um, while I was at Eric's grandparents' house. Um, you wanted to, wanted to fight? Somebody asked me to do the dishes, and I was like, bro, what? 
This ain't my house, but then I did them because I have respect. And if it was my family, I would have did it anyway. Yeah, she yeah. took it out on me. I did not take it out on you. She's well, like, you Yo. were supposed to volunteer to take that off her, off her plate. I cooked. Oh, never mind. And then I had um, an allergic reaction. My lip kind of swelled up from... To what? I don't know. But you know me, I, I was eating everything that day. Oh, so my lip kind of swelled up like in the after dinner and when everybody was playing games. And I was like, fuck, they're going to think I got that shit. So <laughs> I tried to hurry up and go upstairs. And Eric was like, do you want a Benadryl? I was like, no. Um, and don't I just. Tell, don't tell anybody that I'm up here. <laughs> right. Don't tell them about my lip. I felt like, you know how um, Martin lip, it, it looked bad. And I thought it was going to go to the point where. Um, that movie with Will Smith, when his face was just like blotched up. It would be shitty if you're now allergic to seafood. Like, no, uh-uh. It's not seafood. It wasn't seafood. Karma. Yeah, it, it would be so, it so would be so shitty if now you're allergic to seafood. For some reason, I felt like it was the sweet potatoes and the yams that got to me. Hmm. But um, then I also had heartburn and indigestion, and um, I ate too much mac and cheese. And, you have say stomach. Yeah, I had the bubble gut. So it was, it was a rough night, but I got through it. <laughs> oh. I don't sleep by one. Oh, good job. It's hard being dramatic. Then did it again. Yeah. The next day. I did it the next day. And uh, we just came back from an exciting weekend with uh, Simi. Well, we had a Saturday. Uh, this head ass turned into an eight, a eightsome. Oh, yeah. Shout out uh, to Simone. She just brought a new house. Yeah. She, big, big bag. Big bag. So we got to hang out with her on Saturday and do a lot of cool things. It's and, the first step to the compound. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. She's definitely goals for the uh, compound. Right. So, with this being our last episode of 2019. Ooh. Yeah. Of the decade. Yeah, I almost fucked. Oh, and it's the last episode of the decade. Mm -hmm. Because this is coming out on Tuesday. So, guys, enjoy tonight. Uh, Be safe. Yeah, be big safe. Big safe. I decided because... I personally, no, I ain't going to say that out loud, but I personally just wanted to come in and, you know, have us reflect on the decade because we met each other at the end of this decade, so we don't really know much about each other. When did we meet? 2018 or 17? 17, I think. 17, wow. So yeah. we caught a good three, a good, good chunk three, of yeah, it. Yeah, a little two-year run. Right. So I figured we'd come in, we'd reflect about uh, the decade, uh, per uh, and twenty nineteen specifically, and the decade, and what we want to take into the new decade because cool. it's right around the corner or tomorrow. Wow, <laughs> I've been an adult for ten whole years. You, I don't count eighteen, nineteen because I was bullshitting. Oh, well, then that means I've only been a. Well, yeah, I guess I would. Probably not a adult now. Then. Damn, I guess I've only I've been an adult for nine years. Mm. Yeah. It's it's been a long nine years, and majority of that took place during this decade that we're jumping into. Yeah, uh, I don't know. That last decade was pretty fun though. 2010, 2019, 20, 2019 good, 2020, good times, good times, good memories, good times, good, good memories. memories, a lot of good music. So, uh, personally, <laughs> I, I, I'm kind of against that. I feel like I had good, I had fun the second half. Oh, the second half of the because I turned, I actually turned 25 midway through. And that's when everything started to, to work. Old oh. ass nigga. <laughs> so at the beginning of the decade, how do you guys? How did you guys see yourself personally? Oh, that was a decade of I was. It was a spiral. We're talking twenty ten. Yeah, spiral. Do you remember where you were at twenty ten? Twenty ten. I was. I was getting fired from three jobs in 2010. You got fired from three different jobs or you had three whole jobs? I had three different jobs. At the same time? Yeah. So I uh, came home from school. It was after I dropped out of college. I had one job that lasted, uh, oh, well, it lasted uh, like a month because there was an incident and I got fired from that. So then I took a couple months off, like most people do when they get fired. And then I got a new job and that lasted for about eight months. And so that's the end of 2010 and 2011. And then I got a new job and then that lasted from uh, like March to July. So, so that 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 process was a little trash, and so then it was me thinking, "Hey, 2011, we're gonna do. I'm gonna do the same thing. All black men with no job do. Join the military." And that didn't favor 
the nigga. military. Yeah, bro. I was trying to get that charger. Okay. <laughs> and the house. Everybody right. that was in the military out of college, they got a house. Got a house. They got a charger. Right. I was trying they to got get a that couple charger. pets. They yeah. got a nice backyard. They living good. Right. I was trying to get that charger, but uh, thankfully, uh, my uh, inability to see uh, kept me out of the army. So. Oh, I mean, you are. That's okay. But I liked it. I, it saved me. Saved my life, bro. Because I don't know if I'd have been prepared for it. That's a big commitment. Thank you to everybody who uh, serves, serves our yeah. country. Because I, I, I know it was a lot Especially because you fight. volunteer. Right. And if they make me do it, I'm like, nah. At that age. Yeah. yeah. You volunteer. So thank you guys for that. But uh, yeah, I was there um, in, uh, in a dysfunctional relationship. And uh, yeah, that's where I was at. So no steady job. Trash relationship. Trash relationship. I'm a fresh college dropout at this point. Okay. With uh, who used all the money from the jobs to buy a new car. Uh-huh. So now I finally have a, I actually have a car now. So. Okay. Yeah. I was um, pretty much in the same. I feel like I was, <laughs> our stories are similar because um, 2010, I had just dropped out of college myself. Um, I was living with my parents for a little bit, but then they decided that I wasn't moving at their pace quick enough. So I ended up moving in with my cousin and we had a great time. Ball. Like Blessed. <laughs> she lived um, in the city in Delaware. She lived in Wilmington. So I lived with her, um, ended up getting myself a job that was like right around the corner from her house. So I would walk to work, catch the bus and all that, bus and all that stuff. Um, just trying to save up to get back on my feet because when I came out of college, I didn't have anything. I didn't have a car. I didn't have a job. Right. Um, was kind of lost. Um, my relationship that I had when I started college was over. Um, so I was just kind of just trying to find my way. I won't say it was a bad time because I feel like I learned a lot. Um, I started working at a child care center and was working with kids. Probably the reason why I don't want to have kids now. But it was a lot of fun. And it kind of it made me mature. Yeah. Yeah. So I had to grow up. Yeah. I couldn't do the same shit. I couldn't lean back on my mom and dad. So Talk about it, it was kind of like a wake up call. Um, and then I was kind of dating around, but nothing too serious uh, yeah, at the yeah. beginning of the decade. It wasn't a bad time, but it wasn't the best. It was now that I look back on it. I was growing Yeah, because I had come from like a suburban household, like everything there. And then to go to living in the city with my cousin and her kids like sleeping on her couch, I was like, oh, yeah, this, this is just some real life shit. Reality check. And although I had the freedom, I still had to be responsible and take my ass to work and do everything, make sure I was spending my money correctly, make the, sure I was getting paid the right way. The ghetto. Get back and forth to work, hang out with my friends when I could. Yeah. It was a lot. That was me. It's a lot. 2010. So, I mean, I don't regret not going to college because I wasn't in the right space to be in school at that time. Yeah. So. Yeah, yeah. That was that, that was like my first taste of freedom. Yeah, it was. It was. <laughs> I wasn't doing what I was supposed to be doing in school. Though. Not at all. I was not doing what I was supposed to be doing. I was, I was smoking weed. I was running a blog from the, in from the library, not studying a <laughs> shit. Just running a blog from I the library. Stop going to class. Like I was just. My grades were pretty good though. I think. Um. But yeah, waste of money yeah. overall. Uh, what about tw- you, babe? Twenty ten for me was uh was probably the biggest, like the most naive I ever was. <laughs> All right, because uh, 2010 was my junior year, right? Started my junior year, like that fall. And going into, well, no, shit, I'm lying. Sorry, I was going into my senior year in the end of 2010. So, you know, I I was doing everything that I thought was correct. Like, I was involved in school, you know, I was doing extracurriculars, you know, I was a part of my frat, having a good time, traveling, enjoying myself, enjoying those, you know, my college years. Um, Was in SGA, like, doing all the shit that... It was supposed to have you set up for like the next step, right? And you know, kind of like pushing forward going into 2011, like it kind of like a reason I said it was most naive is because I thought I was going to be able to get a job, like it was nobody, you know, like it was going to be super easy, right? All that stuff. And that kind of led down like a path of like a year and a half of just like darkness for me, like <sighs> you know, um, so like going into 2011. Uh, that's when after I graduated, couldn't find a job, you know, near the school, you know, cause I was still living near Dell state. Right. And so I couldn't find a job for a year and a half. So I started, um, 
grad school and was basically surviving off my refund checks for a year and a half. So, you know, imagine, so imagine getting a couple of grand every couple of months and you got to, you know, you got to expand it out and make sure that, you know, literally like I, I had, I had to, I had to, you know, give myself an allowance. Like I couldn't. Like you know, you you fuck up one time, it's over. Yeah, you, yeah, you done. <laughs> you know? So like that. That's what I said. It was like the biggest naive moment, and I just realized like going into that, like I'll never like get caught out that like that right. ever again, right? And that's when and that should taught me a lesson of like it really is about who you know and not about just doing stuff of your own merit. I know that sounds so fucked up to say, but you know if you know somebody you know who can help you out, like you need to take advantage of that. Like that's like the biggest thing. So you had a, a good support system during those years. Um, yeah, because I guess it was just you, you just realize how much value you add to other people's lives. Like people are not going to want to see you fuck up. They don't want to see you fail. So, um, I mean, I guess this goes without saying, but you were broke, so I'm assuming you didn't have any relationships going on oh, at the was, beginning of 2010, or yeah. do you have it like that? Yeah, I was um slapping. He's still slapping cheeks. <laughs> Yeah, I mean that was a, that was part of the budget. <laughs> Jeez, slapping, getting the yondums. You <laughs> said that you were looking for a sugar mama, actively looking for a sugar mama. Yeah, my right junior year, that was yeah, my junior year, I was actively looking for a sugar mama because like I, you know, I didn't, you know, I didn't want to, I didn't want to struggle no more. You know what I mean? So, and um, did it work? No, nah, it didn't work. Damn, no, nah, it didn't work. So before all these girls were out here looking for their uh, sugar daddy, you was already on the prowl. You could have oh, yeah. started the app. Yeah. Mm, yeah. See, damn. That's, see, that's the, other the things. Other things I uh, not necessarily regret. You know, I wish I would have. I would have took more seriously. Again, you know, with school and stuff. Right. We could have damn been out here. Well, I don't know. I don't know. Because then we you think know. about life, and then you go, "Well, then we wouldn't be sitting here." No, because he'd be. <laughs> yeah, I'm saying we wouldn't be right, sitting here. Helicopter. Talk about I. I made seeking arrangements. Like it's not like, like, like broke over there. <laughs> yeah. Right. So it's weird. Broke niggas. All right, so what about the middle of the decade? We're talking like 2013, 2015. Uh, Where were you guys at? Um, 2013, uh, if I, I might be getting this wrong, but I had just, my girlfriend had just left me, mm. uh, like moved all her, I think I told the story before, she just moved all her stuff out of the house without me knowing. Uh, so she did that. I am now living with my dad for the first time in my uh, life. Like, for Ever. real, for real, yeah. I've yeah. Ne- yeah. So now I'm living with him. Our bond is getting closer, so that was cool. I love that's one of the parts of the decade I enjoy. Uh, um, the girl then got pregnant, and uh, we uh chose to, I guess, not have it, and uh, so that was that. Uh, so the kid wasn't your son. What? Is that Michael Jackson? Yeah. I got it. I saw okay. you. I saw what you did there. All right. I saw Took what you did there. I saw it. Uh so that <laughs> happened. Uh that happened. Uh was going through car troubles. I just got a new another new car because the other one had broke. Uh I have a new girlfriend now that I'm like trying to expand and understand life with. And uh Still, 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 yeah. Well, yes, I finally got a a permanent job. So I had been doing, I was a grill cook. So I was like temporary cooking. I cannot picture you cooking on somebody's grill. Oh, yeah, I was busting it down. But I have a shitty attitude because it's the middle of the night. I just woke up and everybody knows I am not the the friend of this person that's out to when I just woke up. No. And so, uh, so uh, I was doing that and working long hours and trying to go back. I tried to go back to school, but the stress of working 12 hours Tuesday and Thursdays uh, took away from the, the, the what, five-hour days of Monday, Wednesday, and Fridays. And so then I, like, got Bell's palsy. And, I like, one night I was at work trying to eat a double cheeseburger, and I couldn't move the right side of my face. And so I was like, oh, shit. And so, uh, so, what's Bell's palsy? So, Bell's palsy is, uh, I think it's temporary, uh, paralyzation of the nerves. Oh, snap. So, I couldn't open my mouth wide enough to bite the sandwich. And this is just from you being exhausted from working and from, going to from school. From the stress. Wow. Yeah. And so, uh, I had a friend who had it, and like, she like went to the doctor and they told her she had it. And I asked her what she do. She was like, they gave me like steroids, but from it, but it just goes away. It goes away on its own, so right. it's not something you're living with now. I'm not. 
Not that I know of, because okay. I don't think I've reached that level of stress. Wow. Since then. And so uh, then that car that I had broke down. And so from that point, I was like, man, fuck school. I'm just going to keep working. And I kept working these hours in, in order to get a new car. And then I got a new car. So what made you want to go back to school at that point? Was it just something that you felt like you needed to do? Yeah. It's just like I, that is one of the goals that I I want to do before I die. I just feel like it's. It just it'll it'll feel good to achieve it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Just to get it and say I did it, because a lot of the projects that I have and I've done, I've I I do it for as long as I enjoy it. Mm-hmm. And so then it's like no reward from it. But I feel like if I do that, the reward of me saying I did it and the degree is good enough for me, validation for me. I feel that. Yeah. So uh, yeah, those days it was a whirlwind. I was finding my friends. I was having new friends, like we're new friends, and we're hanging out more. So I was in these streets. Okay. So do you remember where you were 2013? I feel like I'm remembering how much I've been drinking. It's kind of hard to think back on to where I was. So I secretly like pulled up my phone and looked at my photo albums yeah. during that year to see what was going on. So yeah. I'm ready when it's my turn, but I'll let you go first. E. Yeah. Where were you at 2013 through about 2015-ish? All right. So this is when I was- Middle of the decade. I was just getting out of my funk after that year and a half, like, I guess, bid of not having a job, you know, like kind of like struggling and stuff. So I just got my first job after school, uh, been there for a year and then found an even better job. And this is when I was like in full stride. I was like, I felt like at being a you know single guy, like I was like, I'm I'm thriving. You know what I mean? Like you know, you realize that you are the catch. Like you are the you are the prize. You're that, the prize. You know what I'm saying? So like I was you know having a good time. You know. Uh, oh, so this was prime thought. Um, I, I guess this is uh, yeah, this is um. <laughs> <laughs> look at Barry's he gets uh, to say it to the woman he's gonna marry BT this is yeah this is uh, yeah BT this is pre- before before Therese oh okay before Therese is hilarious right. um, but yeah but you know having a good time just kind of like trying to figure things out and at least like covering like what your basic needs were mm-hmm. right but then I'm starting to realize like okay like now that I'm comfortable and I'm you know about to finish up my well, my second degree and stuff like that like now it's more about the like the purpose you know mm. and I've been trying to you know I was trying to figure out what I'm here to do you know like I I knew that I got there I got to this point but I wasn't here just to get this far you know what I mean so then you know that's when I just started to like and I realized like when you have access like you know have access or you have like your your main stuff kind of taken care of, like, you know, like you, you are willing to like, kind of like thrive out, you know, stretch out a little bit further, like, like trying your new nece- things. Yeah. Necessities. Right. Right. Like exactly. Shelter, money, food. Right. But I mean, let's not get it twisted. I definitely had my electricity take, uh, turned off when, in that, in that time period. That's fine. Cause I thought, I thought shit was sweet. Yeah. That's cool. I thought, I thought, uh, what was it? Not Delmarva. Yeah. It was Delmarva, right? Up you there. thought they was pussy? Oh, I thought they were sweet. Delmarva is not sweet. They yeah. will cut your shit off yeah. and put it in collections. <laughs> yeah. They, yeah. They, they got me and it was cold that night too. Damn. Shit, shit. Yeah, so, yeah. And they wanted a nice uh, deposit before they turned turned it back on. They wouldn't just yeah. turn it back on with fifty dollars towards no, it. No, it was it was it was kind of crazy. Hey, they be on some nut shit, but um, yeah, it was like it was like three fifty something okay. like that. But it was it was tough though because that's when I I just moved like and got my first apartment by myself around that time. So it was just like it was a lot happening, you know, trying to figure that shit out. You know, living by yourself like truly like no roommates. Like if I didn't eat. Or whatever, it's because I was going, you know, like, it was just because of everything was on me. So, mm. like, it was just that that moment of just trying to figure everything out. And I was getting a hold of it mm. until I met this lady. I mean, mm. you made it. You survived. You survived. Mm. So, 2015, that's when we uh, kicked off our romance. But to Before take it back that. a couple years, Ooh, jump this? into me, 2013, <laughs> I was just getting my stride right, you know? B.E. Yeah. So, I had... <laughs> Before Eric, right? I had um, I've been working in child care centers for a bit, so I had a little bit of time and experience underneath my belt. Mm. Um, that's when I first started working at 
um, one of the child care centers in Wilmington that I really liked. And I had my seniority. I had my vacation days. I had my PTO and all that good stuff. So I was like, oh, shit, I'm grown. So I had um, eventually earned my parents' trust back enough to kind of move back in with them for a little bit to save up money to then get my own apartment. But with my apartment, I had a roommate. So that was kind of like when I was feeling myself, I was like, I had my car. I felt like I was back on my feet with a job and I was um, about 50 pounds lighter. I have no hair, no stress. And I was just, you know, doing my thing. It was a great time. It was. That, the middle of the decade was a really good time was, for me. Just so I was get, sitting here thinking, he was saying that, I was like, oh, when my car broke down, I didn't have no, like, insurance I had to pay for. I was, like, buying tennis shoes out the ass, right. buying tennis shoes. Uh, me and a girlfriend went to Atlanta, and I paid for everything. Except for the hotel room. Like, we were, like, bawling out of control. I was, like, just spending money on shit. Like, I bought a Johnny Manziel. I was going to every concert in that decade of art, like, in that three-year period that I wanted to go to. One thing we didn't mention is that during that time, we all turned 21. So that kind of was a turning point for us because now we're 21, but we still kind of have that freedom because I still had the support from my parents to be able to stay there rent-free. And that turned into me just being out every weekend. Every weekend at the bar, at the club, in Philly, turning up, just think, having a blast. I think I, those were the years that I determined my uh, my drinking problem. <laughs> I think those were the years that that was turned on. I was I was drinking anything. Uh, I would come downtown and uh, set up shop. At, one night in 2013, I had 15 drinks. And the only reason I remember it is because I tweeted in the process of drinking them that I had had that 15 drink. It was like three uh, Patron margaritas, three 1800 margaritas. Oh, you was drinking Patron and shit at 21, 22? Yes. Oh, you uh, had money. That, I was drinking. No, uh, yeah. I think there was like $6. It was like margarita day or some shit. So I had like went on a splurge that day. Right. And I was buying anything. Like I was just drinking that day. It was a good day though. I do remember it was a really good day. It was a good day. That, that me going out every weekend it was what finally made my dad say, "Hey, um, this ain't gonna work." So it looks like you have enough money to party every weekend. How about you put that money into getting the fuck out? So then I ended up um, moving out, and I realized that I had like reached the top of where I was working at. Like I wasn't gonna be able to make any more money. Um, that was it. And just without having a degree in that area, I wouldn't be able to keep moving forward. Mm. So that kind of pushed me to go back to school. And then that's when the real work started around like 2014, because I had to get a second job to kind of um, work my way through my bills now that I wasn't living with my parents anymore. And then I was still working Monday through Friday and Saturday and Sunday. So 2014 is when stuff really kicked in. 2015, I was just, like, hustling. Mm. But that period between 2010 and 2013, was a good time. And then shit got real. Mm. And I was pursuing that degree mm. and working two jobs. So Mm-mm-mm. I didn't get Bell's palsy, but I was, I didn't have time. Yeah, I was a little younger, so I had the energy, and I would try to push it, but I was exhausted a lot of the time. So that was that. <laughs> so, uh... Now we get to the fun years. The fun years. The fun years. You call this fun? What? What? The fun years. Okay. This this 2016. Uh, this is uh, BJ. Well, before jazz. Yo. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> so what are we um, talking? 2016 to now? Yeah. Okay. The fun years. Uh, well, before 18, uh, Meezy was out here in these streets trying to slap each any cheek I could. Okay. Screets. And I was in these streets. Meezy had just got a new car. So we was in these streets. We're in Charlotte uh, on weekends. We're in, uh, we're going, no, we spent a lot of time at Hookah. So we spent a lot of time at Hookah. Spent a lot of time just driving to Charlotte, me, Banks, and and, uh, and Josh, just in my car, just going places. Yo, whenever you get that new car, you do not what? care about driving nowhere. You I had not at all. Anytime. As soon as not I bought it, I knew exactly what the first song I was going to play in it. And <laughs> what was it? It was some Jeezy shit, okay. some shit I just that, played real loud. That is such a measy thing. Dude. <laughs> oh, like, yo, as soon as I get this car, like... I, like, I can't, like, it's not because, you know, 
the way it drives, not the way it picks up. It's like, I know that this sound system with this Jeezy shit is going to be fire. <laughs> when I got my car in 2012, it was, I think it was about 2012, sometime. I, my first song was uh, Rihanna, her <laughs> album with her with the red hair. Yeah. That's what I was playing in my Impala. I was so excited because yeah, it was a car with Bluetooth. So no, I was like, oh, I'm in this bitch. Now I think about it. What, what was my favorite? What was my first song? What was my first song played in there? Rick Ross. Nah. It was probably Ryan Leslie. Jay-Z. Nah. It was Jay-Z. <laughs> <laughs> what Jay-Z song was come, it? Come on now. PSA? My man. Yeah. Was it really? Yeah. <laughs> I was yeah, feeling myself, yo. That was, so I just got that. We was in these streets. Yeah. I had a... Uh, I was switching pieces out because the this... I'm now like... I was fucking... A manager at that job without the title, so I would get it. I it got to a point where I was supposed to be at work at midnight. I would get to work at the cafeteria opens at two thirty. I would get to work at one forty five. <laughs> Walking at one forty five, get everything I need to do, then go take a nap, and then get up and start work. So I got to that point. I was very content with what was going on there. It uh, the the trip money was trash, but I worked enough hours to be like, oh, it's cool, and uh. I, uh, we was in these streets, bro. I was in these streets. I was in Charlotte like every weekend trying to go see a girl. Uh, I made, uh, I had like multiple girls in the city. I had gotten out of this this relationship that I had ruined. And so I was like, oh. well, since I ruined it, I'm about to hit the streets. How'd you ruin it? Um, I just don't think I was mature enough at the time to love, uh, to understand what being love was about. Okay. So it was like I had somebody, sweetest girl in the world, and it's just like, I don't think I was ready for that. So would you describe yourself as being happy during this time? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. What? Absolutely. I used to make house calls, boy. Uh, like, I used to be at work uh, on Snapchat, like, boom, I can't wait to leave. And then somebody would see it and be like, oh. Were you working overnight at the yes, time? Okay. Yes, overnight. Uh, and I just got a new job, too. So I just got the job I got now. I just got it. And so it was like, oh, so I can really be out. You know what I'm saying? And so uh, I used to, like, like make make appointments to go see girls and shit. One day I pulled a four, four and one. What? Pulled a four and one. I only okay. seen four different girls four. all in one day. Did you smack all the cheeks or just... No, I didn't smack all the cheeks. Okay. I don't even think I smacked cheeks that day. It was just one of those keep them in... Keep keep them engaged kind of visits. Like mm-hmm. I just popped up to say, "What's up? How, are you? how you doing? Yeah, yeah one of them just to keep just to keep them engaged." Oh my god! So I was doing that, and I was running around, and then uh, uh, oh, then my social life became like really big. I started a uh, radio show, podcast, radio shows. Uh, so TMZ, uh, writing articles for blogs. And uh, then we started doing a, a podcast called Probably Shouldn't Be Drinking. And <laughs> I, I met some of my, my new favorite friends in the whole world. Oh, that's something we really didn't touch on about <laughs> friends. Um, I, I feel like during those years, I made friends and I lost friends. And um, yeah, but I met overall, I met some pretty good people. Oh, yeah. Well, and it's, uh, yeah, it wasn't there. I can't be mad about losing friends. Right. Um, it happens for a reason, and they taught me the lesson that I needed to learn in that moment. So that's fine. And I don't think I lost friends. I just just got closer to the friends that I had, and kind of grew apart throughout the years. Yeah, as you we just, but you do that though. Yeah. That happens. It don't mean we're uh, beefing or nothing. It's no, just because we, we don't speak, don't mean we beefing. Right. And I just am a horrible communicator, so that's just me. That's true. All right. That's true. What about you for 2015, 2000, what, what did we 16, say? 16, 17, 16, 17, 18? Yeah. Just right. coming up to now. All right. So for me, uh, I'm in full stride. Like, mm. I am fucking shit up. Like, I am like, I, I felt like I was like on a winning streak, you know? Like, uh, I'm not going to lie, you know, uh, meeting you, uh, Rez, like, kind of threw a wrench in what I thought the plan Fuck was the game plan up, bro. Right? Because yeah. no, because thing is like you and you and you can remember from like my, you know frat brothers and friends and stuff like that. Like they never thought like I would settle down because like I was like adamantly like like 
No, trying to get that I gotta, money. Like I gotta get this. <laughs> like I gotta get this done. You know, I got stuff I gotta do. All that good stuff. But like, this is when I got the. You know, I met you. I like I said, I got my first promotion at uh, when I was working at the bank, um, which kind of turned into like a, a curse. Also, because you wind up losing some money. Um, so one thing I would definitely say is when I learned from that was kind of like a. It's only worth like losing the money if you know you can get the experience like mm. in return. But if you do do that, you have to make the changes to your um like uh, to your lifestyle, and that is where like the bigger issue was. It was like I didn't really take care of my I didn't change my lifestyle. Like if you lose twelve grand a year from like you know lack of doing like overtime and stuff like that, you know you got to cut back. Like you can't go out every weekend. You can't be eating out every day. Like you got to just you know learn how to do those things. So I learned that shit the hard way, but job is popping, you know, getting paid what I should be getting paid. Um, you know, my friends, you know, like everything is just going well. Right. But in that moment, like I'm still trying to find out what like the purpose is, like what, what am I still trying to do? It's like still trying to figure that shit out. So, um, you know, I was like, when, when you're in Delaware, like, of course, like one of the biggest industries is banking. So when you bounce from multiple, like you you get paid by going from one bank to another, right? But if you go to like your third bank, it's always kind of been like you get kind of like pigeonholed within that, like typecast within that 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 whole area. You know what I mean? So if you spend five years or you have three different jobs, like you kind of like that's all you can really do. So I just kind of took a leap of faith and asked a cousin to give me an interview down here in Winston. Um, got the job. Shouldn't have, probably shouldn't have got the job because I kind of fucked it up. And I was thinking about it earlier. Like, I fucked up. The, I fucked up that interview really, really bad. But um, like imagine, imagine going to a Nike interview and then telling them like, yes, you should sell more Yeezys. Oh my <laughs> well, gosh. well, technically, well, never mind. Well, like until my turns of today, like, like today. Like, oh right, like, in the interview. That's basically what I did. <laughs> Shit. Um, but yeah, I think I think my cousin kind of like looked out, and kind of still talked, and she's like, you know, whatever. So like that kind of worked itself out. That's good. Um, but like you know, when being down here, like you know, met some dope ass people. You're welcome. Um, didn't get to you yet. <laughs> uh, right, met some dope ass people, like the homie Mags. Right, like you know, kind of got me into that mindset of like you know, kind of doing my own thing in terms of like my business and all that stuff like that. You know, met a couple of, a couple of homies that was trying to figure out this whole podcasting thing, and I was like, you know, what? I'll try it, and then wound up getting pawned off of all the work that somebody else should have been doing, and it got pawned off on me. It's your fault. <laughs> <laughs> but um, you know, but th- that shit was dope though, cause like it just kind of like put like a whole, everything in motion to where we at today. <laughs> Look at the behind the scenes story of our friendship. Right, just just <laughs> using just using each other, just putting people in, in bad predicaments, you know. Like, you know, because technically like I learned I learned all my mistakes with like with everybody else's podcast before I put my own shit out. Since we're my old. laziness is why we have an open media <laughs> That's <laughs> That's some real shit, though. Really? Because yeah. I didn't want to do that shit. So when yeah. he came, I was like, yes. he can do it. <laughs> yeah, he got this. Yeah. And then, I can do yeah. show up now. What? Yes. Oh, my God, bro. We all have to send this email 45 times to each other. Oh, yeah. yeah. We used to do, like, four, like, fucking four edits to, a, edit. <laughs> to one episode of Yo, a podcast that. and send it in the email so everybody would have it. Yeah, it, it was, was gross. It was gross. <laughs> and, then, and, and then on top of that, it would be two hours long. Like, two hours, two and a half hours long. How were you guys talking for two hours? Because as uh, all conversations with black people get, they rabbit hole right. really, really bad. Right, right. <laughs> somehow you end up talking about a new Drake album and somehow get into what what we were doing as children. Right. It's just weird. It and just, it and it always connected. Like it was always it was, always. You a could full backtrack circle. and find how we got there, but it's just a ride. Yeah, it probably shouldn't be drinking it was a really good podcast. It was a ride. It was a really good podcast. It was a ride. Yeah. So but um but yeah overall, you know, like that that should uh kinda got me into the right mindset where I'm at today, where we have a you know, a studio space and, you know, twenty you know, kinda looking forward, like, you know, shit is looking good, you know. We're gonna bust twenty twenty up. That's good. That's All good. Right. 
So my last quarter or last, what will we call it? Last part of the decade, mm-hmm. 2016 through 2019, I was still working, still in school. I feel like I've been in school forever. So long. <laughs> so long. <laughs> so fucking long. So majority of this, this past, and I know you guys are probably thinking, well, damn, how long do it take to get a damn degree? No. So this is when I found the change because my passion was no longer in, um, kids and teaching so it was a big transition for me realizing that um i had worked for about four years to get up to the point like worked at different places to finally be able to work in a school and then i got into the school and i was like oh this what y'all doing in here and i just completely had a change of heart with my major so um i did finish that degree but then I had to figure out, like, well, what am I going to do now? Like, what's going on? So I was at a, a crossroad, and um, I met Eric. We had a great time. Um, he kind of pushed me in the right direction to, like, just be open to different things and not kind of put myself in a box with something that wasn't making me happy. Because hmm. at the time, I wasn't happy. I'm like, damn, I got to do this. I got to do that. And, of course, I'm making money, but it's not the money that... Um, like I'm not happy doing it. So what's the point? So in the middle of a relationship, he moved down here and I decided about a year later to come down to after visiting for a bit and just finish up my, my degree here and, um, made a change. And I feel like I just had my head down for like the last three years of the decade. Can I, can I add something to, to mine for one? I guess this was a, uh, during Therese's period, like when I first met her and stuff like that, like her work ethic when we first met, like it's it's definitely like it's to continue to kind of like to push forward and like go up. But like, but no, but, about to call it no, 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 no. I'm just saying, no, I'm just saying, like, yo, like she was like working a full nine to five, right, going to school, like to get her associate and still work the weekends, right. So basically, worked seven days a week and. I guess in that moment where like I was like figuring things out and things were like coming to me, like, and you know, money looked a little different. So you like, you, you're kind of like, all right, like you can get fries with this. No, but no, but no, but it's like, it's kind of like a do, are you talking to me? Because like, I, you know, I can, I can spend a little, you know, spend a little, a little bit of money with you or something like that. But like being in a, in a, a relationship that, or meeting somebody who don't need you, you know, like, that's where I was just Preach. like, I was like, you know what? Um, Preach. Like, I sort of felt like leveled, right? Because it was like, I feel like she could outwork me like any day of the week. And it made me step my shit up. Mm. Yeah, definitely. I see you, boo. <laughs> Thank you. That was that was sweet. But I, I have, like, I've been working really hard just getting through this. But I feel like at the end, it's going to be worth it. I'm graduating in May. So I can hey. finally... Close that chapter. I'm about to be, um, about to be ignorant at that graduation. Bro. Yeah. But just being in Winston, I, I don't regret like moving, although I do miss my family and my friends and everything. I feel like this was a really good move because I've changed. E has changed into a completely different person. Just being in a new city and a new environment, meeting all different types of people. In Delaware, it's just like so small. Everybody's doing the same thing. You just have one path. Um, like Eric was saying, you can just go into banking or you're either working some shit job doing nothing. Right. Um, and it's just like the same people. It feels like it's you're limited. But coming to a new city and meeting new people kind of opened up that for both of us. And I feel like we just feel like the sky's the limit. We can do whatever we want, right. like just being here. So I feel like it was a good move. I met some really good people. Um, definitely learned how strong I am <laughs> and how strong we are as a couple to be able to just go through some of the things you that gotta we've been going to be quicker than that again. <laughs> <You> just, <laughs> she was definitely talking about me. That thing. Oh, my fault. My fault. But yeah, we had some challenges. Um, and we still here, still pushing. Still, still out here. It's a, I can't, overall though, I mean, it was a good decade. It was. We, the 20s, and this is my last year in my 20s, I feel like is really. What somebody described to me when I was growing up, they said, your 20s are for fucking up. That's it. Like, you're going to learn a lot of shit. Don't feel like you need to have it all together in your 20s because this is a time for you to make mistakes, learn and grow. And I definitely did that. I think the whole, I think this whole decade was just about experiences, mm-hmm. like going through shit. Like, it ain't necessarily like, it, they not all bad shit and not all good shit. 
Mm-hmm. So, like I said, the relationship that I wasn't ready for just taught me that when it came back around again with Jazz, it was like, you saw what you did the last time. Maybe you should change now. Yep. And so I was like, ah, fuck. I gotta be a well balanced. Yeah. It's about balance. We had our chance to have fun, right. have my chance to work hard. Still working hard and just trying new things. So I'm excited for what the other side has yes, for us for it's 2020. Probably, it's probably. Uh, I don't want to be cliche and say all that. <laughs> but I, I will say. What, the clear vision? You want to have clear vision for uh, 2020? Relax. <laughs> uh, uh, I will say that it's, it's going to be fun to go through this new, like go into this new decade from coming from this spot. Like, you know, like, there's things that you want to do and you already, like, you finally know what it is that you want to do now. Right. And so now you really can got a chance. You can go do it. And so I think that's, I think that's going to be, like, real dope to, like, adventure on. It does feel like it's a new way to looking at life. Because I will say... At the beginning of this decade, I just thought that it was one set way to do something. Yeah. I thought that I just had to go to school, get my piece of paper, work this job, cut in straight arrow, just finish that, and then everything will be straight. But no, it's multiple ways to get to your destination. Right, right, right. And you can do it different ways to find whatever makes you happy. All right. So I, I'm getting there. I'm finally trying to learn what makes me take. I'm learning step by step about what makes me happy. Yeah, we're, we've only been adults. I feel like we're teenage adults right now. Facts. <laughs> we're not even barely teenage adults. I still like to eat cereal in my pajamas. Me too. Me too. <laughs> so do you have, did you take some time to think of some goals for 2020? Uh, yeah, but I don't, I don't like to use the word goals. Because goals feel like if you don't achieve it, it was a fail. Mm-hmm. And... Setting certain goals always, you never know if you might get detoured from getting to that goal. So I do, there are things that I would like to do, uh, like I said uh, last, what, last week about going to therapy. Or oh, the Simone episode, I said about going to therapy. I was thinking about, you know, trying that because I feel like there's something, I don't think there's something wrong with me, but I think there's a blockage somewhere about some stuff and I I love to be able to work through it and understand why I am the way that I am and because I think I figured it out but to get the confirmation would would be love and so I'm thinking about doing that uh uh everybody's list one of my goals is I am I've got to lose some fucking weight I am getting atrocious, as you guys see on YouTube. You do not look atrocious. <laughs> oh, I look bad. I look bad. <laughs> None of my clothes fit no more. So that's one of them. Uh, just like, I, I want to go back to school, so probably I'll try to do that, especially having a girlfriend who works in higher education. <laughs> Love. That's going to be that's gonna be great. And then uh, just uh, some projects that I'm, work, I'm working on. Hopefully we can get some of that stuff rolling in 2020. And it's something else, but I forgot. So maybe work on my memory. Listen, don't be ashamed of going to the gym. I know people who've been in the gym all the time. They always want to say, oh, here come the newcomers. It's rude as fuck. If you go to the gym all the time, don't make them feel unwelcome. Welcome them. It's hard enough to get your black ass up to get to the gym. And now I'm here and I got to get treated bad because you feel like you own this motherfucking treadmill. I pay my membership too, boo-boo. That is a word. Okay. Don't make people feel bad about it. I don't want to see none of that. Everybody has the opportunity to lose weight. Let them do it. Because y'all going fat shame them, right? Facts. They call you fat ass all damn year. And then when Facts. you try to get in the gym, they talking about you for being in the gym Facts. and not doing it right. Help somebody out. Facts. Let's end that. I don't I want I don't want that coming in the 2020. So um of course my goal is to maintain what I've been working on because for 2019. I definitely made um, fitness, like just working out one of my, it was therapeutic for me. It is therapeutic for me. It's one of the things that I do to keep myself sane. Unfortunately, I haven't been able to work out for these past two weeks because schedule, traveling, holidays, whatever. But I'm definitely going to try to work in my diet for 2020 because that's something that I really just don't give a fuck about. Like I eat 
whatever yeah, I want to eat when I want to eat it. Me too. And that's one of my biggest issues. So just trying to be more conscious on where I'm spending my money, um, how I'm eating it, and just planning for the future in a more adult manner, I guess. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. some of my thought processes are like, fuck it, we ball. And Facts. I can't have that going into Facts. a new year and new money because I'm definitely but getting my big girl job. With that, I will tangent off that and say, I still want it to be fuck it, we ball, but I don't want it to be at McDonald's. Like, okay. I don't want it to be like on shit you can do. Like I want to like uh, uh, me and I have that entire decade. We just talk about I have not been on vacation. The last vacation I took was beach, senior beach week after graduation from high school. I have not been anywhere for longer than a weekend. Damn. So I would like to go on a vacation and do some new experiences and do shit like that. Like I didn't even stay. I I didn't even stay a week in Philly when Jazz lived there. So like I haven't been anywhere. So it's like it's crazy with that to like just know that like as in my twenties I didn't go anywhere. So now you you're ready to travel. Yeah, I'm. I want to sleep in a hotel bed for a week. Oh, it feels so good. I just I just want to be <laughs> more prepared. I'm definitely looking forward to graduating and finishing that. So that's my main thing, and then just pushing forward for 2020, doing the things that scare me and. Being more outspoken about how I feel and what I want to say and just being me mm. unapologetically. <laughs> um, Eric. Yeah. For 2020. Yes. You got some big things you want to work on or goals or plans? Yeah. So um, for me, it's primarily um, balance. Right. Um, being able to, um, you know, not necessarily be everything for everybody, but, you know, make sure that I'm taking care of myself. Uh, personally, you know, spiritually, uh, physically, monetarily, right, and all the people around me. Um, you know, if uh, I haven't necessarily made the official announcement or made the official say, but like, you know, like I'm working in the lab full time now, right? So now, like, 2020 is like basically it's all about never going back to corporate America again. Like that's like how I'm feeling about it. Um. You know, I want to be able to to blaze my own path, and I think I could do. You know, like I'm confident that I can get this shit done. Oh, definitely, so. big facts. Because I do want to say we made that tangent and we laughed about him taking over because I didn't want to do it. But to see the progression from a fucking uh, USB mic in the Oof. middle of a room, yeah, one, yeah, one mic in like on a on a <laughs> on an ottoman on an ottoman to a studio with light. And yeah, we got mics, and you guys saw us last week in HD with the transitions that were fire. <laughs> uh, and we're on YouTube, right? So, uh, from that, I do I always commend E on that. Like, it's like crazy to see that this started in Nick's living room and then the bed, the spare bedroom at your house, and now it's like this, right? And he learned how to do it himself right. like he didn't like have to go do go back to school and learn it or it's not something he's always done it's, mm-hmm. this nigga's a numbers man now he's a fucking creative look at him right. <laughs> look at him right. <laughs> right. not all I have for nothing relax right. bro that's yeah. my bro yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. right <laughs> but you know but for the most part like I feel like for the better part of this past decade like I've played by the rules and I feel like going, you're gonna break the rules next year. No, nah, well, no. Nah. Are you changing all the rules? Oh, oh no, nah, but um, but who shot goes? Oh, oh sorry, I'm sorry, too soon, too soon. No, nah, but basically, you know, long story short, like I, I just think that with 2020, like it is kind I just turned 30, like it is a lot of things are kind of aligning, I guess. And now I'm just like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna figure this shit out. Like this is gonna, like, like I spent the most time, like trying to pinpoint what it was and I found it and now I'm about to go a mile deep with it and I know like we good you know what I mean yeah like damn I'm turning 30 next year got one more baby I uh, can't relate huh got one more <laughs> baby no so that's good I'm I'm really looking forward to what 2020 has to bring oh and... I forgot to say uh, relationship wise oh relationship throw that, in, throw that in there relationship you know, wise try, uh... to get, try to get it to grow grow this bond even better yeah. Because I love you, Jess. Are you going to get married? I don't know This next decade? I, probably. Okay. Probably. Good. Probably. Okay. Little baby. 
Little baby. Come on, baby. Now nah, you just rushing me. Okay. We had a whole episode about that. Oh, sorry. My bad. My bad. My bad. My Jesus. bad. I mean, that's the way people expect it to go. <laughs> <laughs> no, but let's take a break and come back with our final thought. BRB. And we're back. Let's jump into our final thoughts. Um, Mizi, do you have something you so, want to use for a final thought? So let's let's make this fun. Let's 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 end this decade I don't know, with a bang. bang. Final thoughts. What are we leaving in 2019 in this decade? Okay. Number one. All right. Shows that take mid-season finales. Oh, yo, yes. Let's leave them shits there. Let's leave, leave them. There's no, do you not realize that I am at home? Well, for the most part, I had a lot of free time during the holidays. I'm at home on my couch. I don't want to play catch up. I've watched. I want to get this shit over with. What is happening? Right. Now I've got to wait till fucking Sunday to figure out who the fuck shot Ghost. And it's only five episodes. We could have got that done by now. I mean, it's just been lingering. Just lingering for nothing. I, I just, damn near is, forgot till I saw the fucking commercials. So just, just text us. Let us like, just yeah, like whatever. Us. Put it in the group chat. Such and such shot Ghost. <laughs> I want to leave that there. I want to leave uh, the, the amount of hate that we put on. Like celebrities and shit. Like, I watched that Drake interview, and it is like him and LeBron James can cause the internet to get into an uproar. For nobody knows why. <laughs> like, so I want to leave that in this decade too. Okay. I mean, part of me kind of feels like I want to leave the that weight that people put onto people or celebrities or like of like you know, of certain stature. Like, I feel like I want to leave that. Like those uh, misconceptions or like that, like that false hope that people put into those people, like they're people too. Like facts. Like figure this shit out on your own. Facts. You know, like there are people. No, like you should be looking at that stuff to to help like guide you, but not necessarily like live it as like like the Bible itself. I like it. Okay. What else you got? Um. I mean, uh, for the most part, like you know, like so on the cornier side, I guess it's like just like doubting yourself. You know what I'm saying? Like just that, like going into something like halfway. Like I'm just not into that shit anymore. Like it's just like we are moving a hundred million miles an hour going forward. We're gonna make quick decisions. We're going to, you know, we're gonna make quick decisions. We're gonna like move forward. What should that we have planned? And if it doesn't work, then we pivot. That's it. Okay. Mm. I want to leave. Um, this is gonna be. Well, I probably won't hear it anymore because I'm changing my diet. But if you work in fast food, stop asking me if there's anything else after I order one meal. Yes, there is something else I like to order. And when you ask me if there's anything else, you make me feel like a fat ass because you got to tell me now anything else five more times. That's valid. Don't anything else me to death. That is valid because the other day I went to McDonald's and a guy was, it was, I said, hey, let me get a double quarter, let me get a bacon double quarter pounder. Uh-huh. And he said. Anything else? No, he said, we don't have that. And I said, well, let me get a quarter, a double quarter pounder with bacon. And then he was like. All right, your total is like, no, wait, I wanted something else. You didn't let me tell you. I was like, you asshole. <laughs> don't anything else me to death in the drive through. If you don't like your job, leave it in there and leave it in that decade. I want right, to leave. Um, oh, Bravo five. The entrepreneur nine to five beef. Listen, okay, everybody is not going to do the same thing. People want to do different things. Stop pressuring each other. Entrepreneurs, stop telling the nine to five people, you you could do this, you need to have an eight to seven. Everybody don't want to do all that. And nine to five people, stop bashing the entrepreneurs too. Just leave it alone. Let people do what they want to do. It's no straight road to get to where you want to be. Right. Everybody going to get their money the way they want to get it. Yeah, but on the flip side of that, I do want y'all to leave taking social media uh, taglines and putting them on t-shirts. Okay. I don't need a. I don't need a. <laughs> I don't need a a, a bumba clot t-shirt. You also don't need a to, stop my say t-shirt. I don't need that. You don't need to announce that you're taking a social media break. Boom. Just disappear. Just disappear. I like it. We don't need to see it. I now like you're it. making me feel like bad it. because I'm scrolling. I, like and I see that you're taking a break. Should I, like I take it. a break too? I like it. Um, and then my last one is the thought everything. Every time a woman likes something, it all automatic automatically it's a thought shoe or it's the thought slime lime or she a thought because she like Fashion Nova. No, women just like things. And sometimes we like the same things. It's okay. It doesn't make me a thought. I wear Vans. I'm not a thought because I have on Vans. I'm not a thought. Mm. 
I'm, I'm about to be married. I like it. That's all I got. Love women. Stop hating us. Uh, Thanks be hating. Uh, uh, <laughs> can we leave uh, all of these multiple fucking subscriptions? So oh. I, I don't want to have to watch. If Disney owns ESPN... Why is there not just one app for all of that shit? Why do I have to have Plus and, like, ESPN Plus and Disney Plus? Why is it not just all in one thing? that app would be too big. And? Who wants, you don't need an app that fucking big. It's called Cable, E. Yes, we got one already. (laughs) We have it. I get it. (laughs) I just think they need to start consolidating that shit. Jesus Christ. But but, but based off the apps thing, uh, what I want to leave in this decade is nostalgia. Oh, please! I, I mean, I'm. I know I might be. I, I might be. Uh, you know, a hypocrite on this because, like, I might say later on, like, I like this stuff, but like, like, I just feel like they're just they're just running it dry. Yeah. Like, like I just want to see some creative, fresh, new ideas. When like, I said that, niggas laughed at me. What we see, Lion King. The Mermaid. They're on like the nice. Beauty and the Beast. They're doing a whole. Well, you like Marvel, and so they're doing a whole Marvel of that thing. But the thing is, but the thing is, they never. Everything but they never. But they never. But, but they never did the movies before, though. So that's where right, I feel like right, it's right. different. Mm-hmm. They. We don't need live action everything. No, we don't. I don't care. But, but mainly, it's mainly because of my beef with Disney Plus. That's mainly the main reason. Because like, beef with yeah, because like I feel like they when they came out, they they really. They really stuck out with the whole nostalgia piece. Like they thought that would keep everybody busy for a while, and didn't put out anything new. Like they put out one. They put out one new show. Baby Yoda and the Mandalorian. <laughs> you love that. I love Baby. She loves not that leaving shit. that in there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Do y'all have anything else? Anything else? Yeah, but if you'd like to see more from me, just go read my Twitter. I'll do a whole rant. Right. That'll be a good. That'll be a good. That'll be a good little Twitter topic. Yeah. Let's bring back Twitter topics. Twitter mm-hmm. topics. Where everybody, everybody could just join in on the conversation and have Might a good time. Have to bring back top, uh, Twitter. Them niggas don't got it no more. No, people are getting back on Twitter. Yeah, them niggas is like, nah, I'm deleting my. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's let's get into the baby maker this week. What you got for us, Meezy? Well, we switched, we flipped it this week. Okay. You are now tuned in to WMEZ, where the W stands for Wood. So I let Rez pick this in this week. We got some bangers here. Delaware's own, Delaware's finest. We have. Kitty Monroe, and this is called Dirty Little Secret here on WMEZ. Textually active. Drop your bags, you drove a long way. Come put it down right now. Don't know how long that it's gonna take. Let's make it known right now. I'm your dirty little secret, dirty little secret, but let's make it known. That was Kitty Monroe with Dirty Little Secret. If you want to hear that one, it's been added to the Baby Maker playlist early. I know. I've been on holiday time. I know I fucked up a couple of those and I forgot to put them on there. Don't judge me. I'm on holiday time still. But uh, if you'd like to hear Dirty Little Secret by Kitty Monroe, please go to your favorite DSPs. Type in Textually Active Podcast. If it don't pop up, just hit me for the link. I'll send it to you. Whatever. Tap it in on Apple, Tidal, and Spotify. And Dirty Little Secret. You could probably be somebody's dirty little secret. Shout yeah. out to Delaware. Shout out Delaware to Delaware doing it. Okay. Here on WMEZ, where the W stands for wood. Textually active. Okay. Everybody pull your memes out. I hope um you guys were prepared. It's the last meme of the decade. Wow. This this is this is serious. Can we leave everything being uh, the last something of this decade. This is the last Sunday of the decade. <laughs> the last Tuesday of the decade. <laughs> Though, when we were at that bar, they definitely was doing that to death. They yeah. were like, "It's the last. This the last Saturday of the decade, y'all." Oh, guys, when you go to your New Year's Eve party, if you hanging out with the um the other side, the white tees, ask the DJ to play back that ass up if you want to see something funny. 
Yeah, we we had the DJ play uh, "Back That Ass Up" at the Hookah Lounge, and those those white ladies and their significant others were getting it. It was a beautiful sight. I like it. I like it. <laughs> All right, so I want, um, I want to leave uh, iPhone uh, telling me I need to upgrade my my mem- my storage in 2019. Too. <laughs> Sorry, that was a tangent. <laughs> Mizzy, what you got for your meme? Uh, I see why y'all ladies saying 2020 all year. Because 20 plus 20 is 40, you sneaky bitches. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Mine is very simple and very to the point. And it kind of goes with this. I just cannot believe I have to be an adult for the rest of my life. <laughs> A word. <laughs> I can't believe it. A word. How did how did I get signed up for this? I don't remember. I don't know. They must have snuck that in the terms and agreements. I just said yeah. <laughs> Wanted to be gone so bad. Uh okay. <laughs> All right, uh I, I found this this account on on uh on Instagram. I guess not everything, but it's like a game, but like they've like really been killing it lately. But basically it just says, Are you healed or just distracted? Hmm. Hey bro, I'm triggered. Yeah. I'm triggered. Yeah, because some people cope with things differently. Right, and then oh, uh, w- one last piece. Like, I, and I, I really like this one too. But uh, set a goal for 2020 that excites you, and set a goal that scares you. Hmm. Okay, good inspiration for the for the listeners. I like it. Thank you guys for uh, getting through 2019 with us. We're so excited to see y'all on the other side of the decade, 2020. Uh, I'm hoping that you guys get everything that you wish for. And accomplish everything that you set out to do and just find true happiness, whatever that looks like for you. But thank you for rocking with TA this year. Yeah, keep listening. Keep keep listening. <laughs> keep listening. I'm I'm selfish. Yeah, <laughs> just keep listening. Keep telling your tell your friends about so, it. Get them to friends. listen. Oh, and if you you know, you wanna see us while you listen to the show, we're on YouTube. Woo woo. We finally got our episodes up and going at the Open Media Lab. We looking good. I'm fire. I mean, sometimes we get dressed up, sometimes we don't like I, today, but I, that's I, fine. I, I don't. No, I don't. <laughs> And in the meantime, in between time, make sure you follow us on our social media pages. We're on Instagram at Sexually Active Pod. We're on Twitter at Sexually Act Pod. And we're on Facebook at Sexually Active Pod. And talk to us. We we always talk back. We always do. It's fun to see y'all laugh at us. <laughs> but we'll see you guys next Tuesday. Uh, happy New Year, guys. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Be safe. Don't, be safe. Don't drink and drive. And use the condom if you have to. You filthy animals. Or you want to. Uh, pull out if you don't want a baby. You filthy animals. <laughs> it's always nasty. Thank you for listening to the Textually Active Podcast. This podcast is a full-service production from the Open Media Lab. Be sure to check in every Textual Tuesday along with following them on all social media at Textually Active Pod. Textually Active is a part of the Open Media Network.